This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, AfterBuzzers. Welcome to another edition of Quarantine with the Stars. I'm your host, Chelsea O'Rocker, and today we have Cindy Busby. Hi, Cindy. It's going good. I, I I know I compliment you already, but I love the background. Looks fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. Nothing like a good uh, pink wallpaper to make your day uh, better. Exactly. Exactly. I I'm a fan of it. Hallmarkies, you probably recognize Cindy from Unleashing Mr. Darcy, Marrying Mr. Darcy. When Called the Heart. And now she has a new movie that will be premiering June 13th, Love in the Forecast, which I got to preview. And I it's one of my favorites. So I cannot wait to get oh, into it and talk you. to it about you. Amazing. No, I'm a, Yeah, I'm a huge fan of you. You've been in a lot of Hallmark movies. So this is such an honor to be able to talk to you about Hallmark. It's the oh, best thing. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Um, it's a fun one, that's for sure. Lots to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. But before we get into it, I just want to ask, how are you doing during quarantine, during this uncertain time? Right, yeah. I guess that's kind of the question everyone seems to ask each other, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, what? I'm actually doing really well. I have taken this opportunity um, to just really reflect and do a lot of self-work and I do a lot of home renovations and, yeah. you know, take this opportunity. I think there's always, um, you know, light within darkness and everything. And um, I'm a very spiritual person. So this has really mm-hmm. allowed me to kind of exercise the skills and the tools that I've acquired over the years to you know, it's easy to kind of live in fear and live in doubt and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, in uncertain times, but it's also a choice to kind of live um, in the moment and surrender to what's going on and know that everything is happening in our favor. And, um, and, and so that's how I choose to see it. it. I definitely miss 
hugging people, being a French Canadian, <laughs> I'm like, I want to touch people. I want to hug my friends. I want to, yes. you know, that's the kind of stuff that I really, really miss is human interaction, especially as an actor too. Like that's what we love is human connection, human story. And so, um, you know, I feel really blessed that I was able to do this movie, Love in the Forecast, right before all of this went down. Yeah. What a way to go out with a bang, you know, to do a, an amazing Hallmark movie and have it air during this time too, to kind of live everyone. So I feel really grateful and, and really blessed for that. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you too. I'm a spiritual person myself and I do think things happen for a reason. And if we just stay positive, I think we can get ahead of this and one thing that I learned is I'm starting to communicate with people more than I was when I was in quarantine because now I have the luxury of going on Zoom, having the time and just catching up with friends and family. So in a way, it's kind of a blessing where I can be more yeah. connected with people. I, I, I totally think everything is a blessing, even though in the moment, sometimes it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. And also, you know, acknowledging that despite being a positive person, as I consider myself to be, there's going to be moments where you're going to be like, feel super helpless, helpless and feel really kind of down in the dumps. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And allow that to kind of flow through you so that it can, and then leave you so that you can then go back to being positive again. Right. So right. I, I think that that's so important too. Yeah, I agree. And like you mentioned, Love in the Forecast is airing during this time and it's such an uplifting, positive movie. So what a great time for it to be airing. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk about it. Like I said, this one was one of my top favorites because I feel like every woman can relate to your character, Leah, who plans on taking a break from dating to focus on herself, her career for a full year. What woman hasn't done that before I had? Yeah. And then when that starts to happen, all these men are interested in her. <laughs> so very relatable. Once you leave something behind, you don't focus on it, then it kind of comes into your path. <laughs> and <laughs> as they say, when it rains... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It pours. Yes. But what I feel like with this movie, it's about finding yourself. And Leah's determined to become this meteorologist who doesn't want to be just an on-camera weather girl. But with this movie, not only are the viewers going to be rooting for your romance life to come together, but also for your career, what drew you to take on this role? Um, well, initially, I, I thought the script was really fun. And, you know, I love working with Hallmark. So yeah. um, that's always a, a positive, as well as getting to work with Christy Will Wolf, which um, directed the movie. And I'd, I'd never worked with her before, and I've heard so many incredible things about her, and I had so many friends that had worked with her that I felt like I knew her, but I didn't. So I was like, yeah, okay, this is clearly like an opportunity that has come my way. And um, I had actually worked with Christopher Russell, who plays Mark in the movie. I had worked with him like four or so years ago on a movie called A Puppy for Christmas. And okay. so, um, but at that time we didn't have like as many scenes together, whereas this one, you know, were actual love interests. So 
it was a really like it was just kind of like all the pieces fell together and you know I love working in Vancouver all the time it's it's the best and I get to see all my friends and 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 surprisingly enough we shot this movie in February and that is when it's rainy season in Vancouver so you would assume like oh we're shooting a movie yes the forecast and about rain okay great like it's gonna be raining every day well let me tell you I think it rained like two days like <laughs> oh no funny oh it's gosh so, it's so crazy how that kind of stuff happens where you're like you know of course like Murphy's Law when you want rain it doesn't rain but um of course, we had to have like rain towers and stuff because yeah. rain doesn't really show up on camera unless it's like really big droplets. Um, yeah. So the scenes where you see that it's raining in the movie, we are actually like being poured on. Like it was like no joke. And then, you know, yes. the costume, um, costume um, department had to have like blow dryers on set, like <laughs> blow dryer clothes to sort of do another take and all that kind of stuff. So you know, there's so many things behind the scenes that need to, to happen for movies like this to come together. And I always love kind of sharing those little like tidbits because it's I crazy like how it comes together and people don't realize like all the little like behind the scenes things, which are, I know as, you know, a viewer myself, yes. I love to find out about those things. No, me too. Yeah, there's so many scenes between you and Mark where you're on the rain and there's one where in the park and you guys are both under this umbrella together and then you're, you put on this raincoat. So I can imagine in that particular scene, you'll have to probably get the hair dryers out, redo the makeup a little bit, touch up and then go again. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of work. But, you know, at the end, it's it's really it's really worth it. And And again, it's something... I feel like a lot of movies and TV shows don't play a lot of, which is um, yeah. rain. Like we're often like uh, playing against the rain where it might be raining a little bit, but we're gonna pretend like it's not raining and like, <laughs> you know, I'm getting wet, but because you can't see it on camera, like no one can really tell until your hair is soaked. So, but in this movie, we're actually like playing with the rain. So that was fun. But uh, yeah, you know, there's always obstacles when you're working, but it, it makes it all worth it in the end. And the story really comes together nicely. Oh no, yeah, and I love how they kind of use the rain as a metaphor, like with the storm and her trying to figure out her love life with her yeah. career. And then that brings her and Mark together too, your character. So I think that, I think I love how they used rain as a huge element to tell this story. Um, because you had to do so many hair makeup touches, usually with Hallmark, they could get stuff done in about two weeks to film yeah Were you guys this is was this two weeks as well to film this, this movie and norm, so normally the hallmark movies are three weeks so it's like okay 15, it's 15 shooting days um this movie was a 14 day shoot uh shoot week which is uh like i mean shooting days um it wasn't it wasn't that bad i mean it definitely you know if you're taking one day out of the regular schedule that does kind of compress things a little bit but you know what you get used to it. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's like us, you know, the actors that work on Hallmark a lot, we just get used to coming really prepared um, to do the work, showing up and, and realizing that you got to show up right away, you know? And yeah. so there's a lot of really great chemistry that needs to be built, not only when the cameras are on, but behind the cameras, you know? And so when you show up for the work, it's just there and it's ready to go. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard for a lot of people to do that kind of work. I think it requires a lot of practice. And, you know, I sometimes think of like soap operas where they have to work on 40 pages a day. And I'm, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I know I it. Do that. 
you know, I know. Like, I always say, like, people are like, how do you memorize all your lines? And I often just joke and I'm like, I have no idea. Like, but I, but in, but what it really is, is like, imagine going to the gym. Yes. And you go to the gym and you pick up like a hundred pound weights. Like, I'm not yes. like, la, 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 no problem. Like, I'm going to work myself to 100 pounds. I'm going to go from 10 to 15 to 20. And it's like, the more you work at it, and it's all about just keeping the work and being consistent with the work, that you'll gain the skill. And so I kind of just see it that way. Of like, the more you memorize lines, the more you work with scripts, the easier it becomes because it just becomes second nature. And the brain is like a muscle. It just like picks up really easily. And, you know, if, if the work is, if it's written really well, then your brain just absorbs the words and absolutely you know, the scripts. It, it usually is like that for me. Yeah. There's not been one Hallmark movie where I turned away thinking, I don't really like this. I think the script, yeah. everything is just so beautiful. So I agree with you there. And thank you for sharing that tip because I know every actor and actress <laughs> has their own method on how to memorize your lines, but it's true. It's just a muscle you have to gain. And then it, like you yeah. said, it becomes second nature. Absolutely. And I think when you can connect with the script, it's even easier because you yeah. can really put yourself in your character. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And I like how you mentioned that you work with Christopher Russell because you guys have great on-screen chemistry. There's not a moment when I wasn't watching this movie that I was not smiling. <laughs> and <laughs> see, my one of my favorite moments was when you guys had these cheese sticks and yeah. you dip oh it in this God. sauce and you like cheers with the cheese stick and... <laughs> And you're going on about, oh, no, I don't need to date anyone right now. He's kind of fishing around. So you don't want to date someone. And you two yeah. just clicked. I, that was one of my favorite scenes from the movie. All right. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things where, again, it's it's just having fun with the material. And, you know, we were we were genuinely not just as the characters, but as two people, like we were having mm -hmm. fun with it. And, and one of the thing I, things I love about a lot of the directors I get to work with, and, and Christy is like that too, is like, you know, sometimes you give one take with, you know, that's just true to the script and true to your character. And then sometimes you can play around with a bit of improvisation and like, and just give it a little bit more lightness, more kind of groundedness. And sometimes you can, and sometimes they use those takes and sometimes they don't, you know? And so for the, the kind of like cheese stick picnic in the living room scene, like that was, yes. that was one of the scenes where we were just like having a lot of fun with it. Plus we ate about like 30 cheese sticks, like between <laughs> us. And we're like, okay, I can't eat another one. Um, but they were actually pretty good. So, you know, no complaints yeah, well, here. Another thing that drew me to this movie was the food that you were eating. <laughs> it was so good. You have tasty snacks. You have pretzels, cheese sticks, grapes. I was like, every scene I was wondering, ooh, what's she going to eat this time around? I know. I felt like Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven. Like, I don't know if you remember that movie, but he eats in like every single scene. And um, I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, I was like, there should be like some sort of like drinking game or something where like people, you know, they, or they, I don't know, cheers every time, or they like say a word every time you yes. say anything, because it's like truly ab absurd. But again, I am of the, the mind where I really think that if in a scene, an actor is supposed to eat, I am going to eat. I'm not going to like pretend to eat right. or kind of play with my food that that kind of stuff, I just like, as, as a viewer, when I see it, I'm like, come on, just, 
just, just, it, it just yeah. out of it, you know? So I, I try to just like give her. And if that means I have to eat less at lunch because I'm going to be eating like five sandwiches in the next scene, then that's just what I'm going to do, you know? <laughs> That's fun. No, it was believable because yeah, literally through the movie, I made a note of that. I'm like, she's eating a lot of good stuff. I'm loving it. <laughs> um, but throughout this movie, you had a lot of cool locations that you were filming at with being on a farm and then being in the city. Was there a favorite scene or favorite location that you liked the most that you can remember? Um, I mean, I definitely loved being on the farm. I mean, I'm so obsessed with animals like I just loved every second of it there was a baby lamb that was like yeah, a was so cute. And then, okay so they shot there's a scene with a baby lamb and um the uh the character that plays Mark Christopher Russell's father uh he holds the lamb and they mm -hmm. shot that scene, a scene that I'm not in, and they shot that scene and I was, you know, hanging around, talking to someone, probably eating something. <laughs> and I, and they were like, they were like, oh yeah, um, we shot a scene with the lamb. And I was like, what? Uh, Who got to hold the lamb? I was so upset, I was like, no, I wanted to hold the lamb. Uh, I was so it was, but, um, it was cute. Oh, it was so cute. And and they had like this little heat lamp for it so it could stay nice and, and warm. <laughs> and there was a dog that had, had just had puppies. So there's like there was like seven puppies just like running around randomly. And there were like baby cows. And it was just yeah. and of course the care the character Brody, which is the dog, um, yes. who is played by the one and only Kevin. Um he was the best and so well-trained. And so any scene with him was just truly amazing. And anyone who was watching my Instagram stories at the time when we were shooting the movie, I was posting about Kevin all the time and my dog voice is very annoying. <laughs> what a perfect co-star. I could tell that you and Broody had a good connection. Yeah. And he was just, every time you and Mark had a scene together, especially with the cheese sticks cheering, he was just yeah. laying on his little... Little bed right there. What yeah, a great he dog. Was <laughs> and so well trained. His owner and trainer, Stephanie, was just she's just so cool. And she's um she just knows like the dog could do just about anything. And he would do anything for her. And that's the thing, right? Like when you're yes. a good trainer, the dog will do anything to please the trainer. And so um that was really cool. It was just easy. Like a lot of times people say, Okay, well, don't work with dogs and babies, like in movies because it's just like unpredictable but yeah I think that if you have an animal that is really well trained and a really good trainer and people that just come really prepared it actually can be easier and sometimes they make us actors look bad so it's <laughs> true because they're on target they're like we we know this we're not gonna mess up so yeah, that's that's exactly. very cool yeah they're like a treat yeah no problem maybe yeah. if someone's holding like a cookie for me I'd probably do that <laughs> anything too <laughs> Oh, that's funny. And then there was the scene, you had a couple scenes with cows though, like when you and Mark are first on the farm together and he's showing you around and yeah. then I'm not gonna give any spoilers away, but then you have an ending scene too. How was it with the cows? Cause they were just freely running around in the background. Was there any couple of takes you had to do with them? Okay, so, I mean, I think cows are majestic and beautiful and they're just like dogs, honestly. They're super curious, they're so playful and, and so, but at first, because they're such huge, you know, animals, you're like, yeah. oh, this thing's coming toward me. Like, what's happening? But they are, 
they were very curious. Um, but also if we moved anywhere like toward them, they'd kind of like, you know, walk away or like kind of hop away sort of thing. And so, you know, we were very gentle with them, of course, but there was, um, a scene or two when we had the cows like right next to us, but you know, we're not paying attention to them in the scene. And I remember one take, one of the cows was licking my leg. Oh no. (laughs) Stay in the moment. And so I was just like, you know, I was just staying there and like trying to focus on like remembering my lines. But meanwhile, I have this like cow licking my leg. Oh, it was so funny. And then like a six-wheeled cut. The, and, and another take, there was like a cow right above Chris's like shoulder, just kind of like being like, hey, guys. <laughs> they're just so cute. So yeah, I mean, in those moments, you can't do anything but laugh. Like it's just, it's just so awesome. Yeah, you just got to go with it. Yeah. And this isn't your first time working with animals on a film because in Unleashing Mr. Darcy, yeah. your character Elizabeth enters a dog show and she's working 24-7 with Bliss. Yeah. Who's the cutest dog? Would you say, was it kind of the same with Love of the Forecast with these animals? And then they had a really good trainer for Unleashing Mr. Darcy as well? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, so there's these wranglers um, in Vancouver that are used for a lot of movies. Uh-huh. And they're the same ones that I've used for Unleashing Mr. Darcy, Marrying Mr. Darcy, um, as well as Love in the Forecast. They're called the Woodleys. They're amazing. I mean, they've trained everything from ducks, cats, dogs, uh, monkeys, bears. Like they're just, they're, I call like, they're like mother nature. They're just like, shut up. They're like, Hey, what do you need? Cool. And they're like the coolest people. And they're just like super chill and and they, you know, they know that you can just like touch the animal, get to know the, the animal, have a connection with the animal. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I just, I love working with them. And so anytime I see their names as the Wranglers on the call sheet, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I get them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're, um, they're awesome. But I, any day I get to work with an animal is a brilliant day. Okay. Like it's just the best day. Yeah, I, I, I just think animals are, Put everything at ease they're just so in the moment and present and loving and yeah I, I honestly don't know how anyone could not love doing it I just feel yeah. blessed anytime I get to do it I'm like how did I find myself in this incredible situation yeah no it is fun and like you said they bring it to the scene like they add element to it so I, I would I would love to work with animals too if I had to it's the best yeah they're the best and then with Hallmark, you have been in so many great movies with them so far. How does the process working involve with Hallmark movies? Because I've interviewed talent before and they say, they stated, once you've done a movie with Crown Media, you're considered family. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to get on with other roles, do they contact you? They feel like you would be good fit for something or how does that process work? Yeah. Um, so initially before I'd ever worked with her, uh, Hallmark I had I'd never you know auditioned for them or anything and then finally I started auditioning for them and auditioning and auditioning and I was just like and I couldn't book a role to save my life like I was just like I don't understand like I feel like I could really do well in the Hallmark world but I was like I don't know maybe I'm missing the mark or something and then eventually I booked a uh, part playing the best friend in Lucky in Love Uh and funny enough it was 
um, right after I dyed my hair brown, because I had brown hair for like two and a half years. And I was like, that is so funny. What are the chances? So then I played that. And then I auditioned for Cedar Cove uh -huh. and um, a role of Rebecca Jennings in Cedar Cove. And I was kind of like the antagonist, like character that people <laughs> love to hate. And, uh, and then I, that's when I booked not long after uh, Unleashing Mr. Darcy. And, uh, and then of course I had blonde hair and, uh, but yeah, it was one of those things where you just never know. And it's just a, about finding, and I feel like this is true for all actors or anyone in this industry. It's all about right place, right time, right energy. You know, I, I know that with Unleashing Mr. Darcy, they had auditioned like a lot of people um, yeah. weeks before I auditioned for the role. And I remember even helping one of my friends put um, the, the character of Elizabeth on tape. And then I got the audition two weeks later and felt like even just a little bit weird. I was like, oh, like, I don't know, like putting it on, on tape, like after I helped my friend, like it's always such a weird thing with your friends, but you, all you yes. can be is like super supportive and loving. And I don't see it as a competition because I see it as if it's meant to be, it's going to happen for you. And everyone mm -hmm. is so unique. Like one of my best friends is blonde hair, blue eyed, beautiful, like so talented, but her and I could not be more different. And that's because our energies and, and, and our life experience and everything is just so different. And so I just think that everyone brings something different to the table. And yes. so I think that Hallmark just kind of knows like, what each actor is really good at and what they bring to the table. And so, um, yeah, once you're kind of in the Hallmark um, world, they really love you and they take such great care of you and they really do treat you like a family. That is 100% accurate. And, um, and I just feel really lucky that I have an opportunity now to work with them as much as I do. And um, usually, you know, it's, it's kind of like they, they come to me and if things happen, and it works out, then awesome. And uh, so far it's been pretty amazing. Yeah, no, I've been loving all the roles you're in. So I could tell that with Hallmark, you guys have a great relationship yeah. and it's, yeah, like I, I am there with you. It's a huge blessing when you can work with a great company. And oh gosh, totally. And yeah. the fans, like that's my, oh my yes. Hallmark, Hallmark is amazing. And they are amazing because their fans are amazing. Like their fans are through and through diehard. They will follow you. Like I've done other things that are not necessarily Hallmark and they will support me and love me and watch me and grow with me. And, and then, and then the next thing, you know, they're like, okay, when's your next Hallmark movie? Like you want to come back here. And I'm like, I know I can't wait. And so it's one of those things where, um, I feel so grateful to have them on my, on my team because they truly are so loving and supportive and, um, and that's the best kind of fan that you can ask for. Absolutely. No, the Hallmarkies are a great fan base. So they're yeah, good. They are. they are. They will, they will like, they've got your back. You know what I they mean? Too. Like, they do. To you, they're like, excuse me? <laughs> you, say? you do not mess with our Hallmarky. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, so I wanted to play a little game with you because okay. you have started so many Hallmark movies. These are going to be one of your speaking lines and you just have to guess which movie it's in. <laughs> no pressure. Fans will probably be better at that than me, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you might get these. I, I try to make, I think you'll get these. Okay. okay. 
here's the first one. The entire world will be watching your every move. They'll be judging you at all times, but you can do this. Unleashing Mr. Darcy. Close, marrying Mr. Darcy. Oh, darn it. He was in the same franchise. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, you okay. were uh, talking yeah, to Bliss. I was just warming up. <laughs> yeah, you're just you're just warming up. You're you got this. Okay. It's fine. There will officially be no problem at your wedding. Do you understand me? There will be officially what? There will officially be no problem at your wedding. Do you understand me? That sounds... Oh, that's a misleading one because... Is it, is it wedding March 5th? Yes. 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 <laughs> I was like, for a second, I was like, maybe that's marrying Mr. Darcy because I could see Francis Fisher's character being like Aunt Violet being like, yes, Aunt Violet. Problem that you're like being very threatening, but okay, great. Got it. Boom. Yes. You got it. Yay. <laughs> okay. This one, you know what I love about you? You are always ready to eat. You always seem to have a stash of food somewhere. I know this one. It's love in the forecast. Yes. I, that scene between you and Mark and you guys go fishing. Yeah, that's right. Love it. Love it. Okay, last one. Okay. Of course you have vacation homes, probably Hawaii or Europe. Do you ever get confused about where you, where you are when you wake up? That is unleashing Mr. Darcy. Yes, it yes. is. <laughs> All right, now um, three out of four. <laughs> you did great. You did great. You, I will still give you the first one because it was part of Mr. Darcy. <laughs> I should do better. <laughs> no, you did great. So awesome. that was our little game. And uh, yeah, with that scene with you and Ryan, you guys are phenomenal too. You guys also have great on-screen chemistry. Yeah, I. It, it's, it's one of those movies that just came about and I think Ryan that was his first Hallmark movie like as a lead and that was my yeah. first Hallmark movie as a lead and everyone in the in Unleashing Mr. Darcy has now been in like so many Hallmark movies you know Tammy Gillis and yep. like it's just one of those things that just everything fell into place the you know the story was amazing um the characters are amazing and, and, you know, everyone loves Pride and Prejudice. So that whole mm -hmm. storyline is just so beloved. And I'm beyond grateful that people who love Pride and Prejudice also loved um, our, you know, version of that through Unleashing Mr. Darcy. And mm -hmm. I just think the chemistry of the entire cast and like, we had so much fun shooting that first movie. Like we were playing games all the time. I'm pretty sure there wasn't a moment where we weren't always together. Like, especially when we shot in that big mansion. Um, yes, yeah. And so we are like green room was in the basement and we would play games and eat lunch there and, and just like spend so much time together. And you think a lot of us would just get like annoyed with each other after a while, but we didn't. And I think that when that happens where people like legitimately bond together, it just shows up on camera and people wanted more. And 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 surprisingly, we got a second one because that you guys was, got a second one. That yeah, was initially um, in the plans, and because the fans asked for it, they they received it, and that really just shows 
how much you know the hallmark loyalty mm-hmm. matters and and how and what they want to see because at the end of the day they're the ones watching it and and so we're making movies for the hallmark fans yeah i was watching unleashing mr darcy last night and then i saw marrying mr darcy it's like we need a third one maybe with trying to raise a child and then yeah. Aunt pilot still trying to scheme a little bit trying to raise the child this way so many different ways of it going down and, and, uh, who knows? I, I am definitely, you know, people have asked me so many times and I am so down to do another one, but it's just a matter of, of timing and, um, you know, people's schedules coming together and then, and then Hallmark saying yes to it. So fingers crossed that that happens. Um, but it's never, you just never know. That is so true, especially in this industry. You never know what can happen. Right, yep, totally. I want to say congratulations to your 14 Leo nominations for Web of Dreams, where you are playing the role of Jillian. Yeah. And you mentioned on Instagram that this was a life-changing experience and this movie was a passion project. Why was that? Um, it was just something completely different that I had never done to play the role of, of Jillian um, in Web of Dreams and to be part of such a loved series of books by B.C. Mm-hmm. Andrews. And, um, and just the story itself, I just felt was so of the age now. There's just so much, um, just the subject matter is a bit difficult to watch, but it's very of the times nowadays, I think of, mm-hmm. of women owning their power and, and kind of speaking up and, and, you know, the, the movie I was in was, um, in the 1950s and, you know, to play such an extravagant lifestyle, you know, and, and, but also I think sometimes at the surface people, um, let the world see them in a certain way when yeah. under, um, under it all, there's so much turmoil and so much um, going on. And I think it's easy for people to judge, uh, you know, what they see. But really, mm-hmm. there's a reason why everything happens in this world, why people behave the way they do. And I feel really passionate about exploring why certain people be- behave a certain way, why they manipulate, why they control, why they sabotage, why they you know, do evil things, why they do great things, like all of those things I think are so important. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's about the audience and how they receive the message. I can play it a certain way. And that's like that in any story, but I could play something a certain way. And, you know, you might take it in another way, or Mm -hmm. that guy over there might take it in another way. So it's, it's all about your own filters and how you perceive things. And so I just love playing with story where I get to do that. And I, I just really felt that way about Jillian and about the story of Web of Dreams, even though it was a very difficult subject matter. I think it was important to explore. Mm-hmm. And um, as an actor, it's about storytelling, you know, and, and just like love in the forecast. I just loved exploring the idea of playing a character who is kind of down on her luck on love and decides to focus on herself. And I think that, again, that's the owning of the power of being like, you know what, I'm going to do something for myself because I think the moment we truly take our power, we do something for ourselves, we 
um, self-love, self-soothe. Yes, yes. Then we are going to receive what we put out there. And I think that that's like the beautiful message and love in the forecast is that when you start to focus on yourself and start to put you first, you will then attract someone who will just compliment everything you're trying to do anyway. And that's the beautiful story of Lee and Mark in Love in the Forecast is that they find each other at a perfect moment when they least mm-hmm. expected it. And, you know, it's not about taking a year off. When you're meant to be with someone, you're going to find a way to make, to come together Absolutely. and make it happen. And, and just trust in that. And like I said before, surrendering to what is meant to be and not, you know, resist something that's, that's meant for you. And I, I just, um, so I, I don't know, I, I'm such a sucker for love. I love it. I'm, I mean, who is it right? Love feels so good and heartbreak feels so horrible, but at the same time, each heartbreak leads to even greater love and greater passion and, and more understanding because you understand what it is that you want more of. And, um, yeah, I, I feel really strongly about uh, the relationship and love in the forecast. It feels really mature. It feels really strong. And um, yeah, I'm excited about it. <laughs> uh, no, and you nailed it perfectly. Trust the process. Trust the journey. Just go yeah. with it. Don't force things. Yeah. And that's what we definitely get to see with Leah, where she said, I'm going to focus on myself. I want to better myself. But Mark is meant, you know, you'll see, but they're meant to happen. Yeah. And she doesn't try to force that situation. Neither does Mark. And that's what I like about his character, too, is he doesn't try to. You know, and that's the beautiful thing about Christopher Russell and the character he portrayed is he's such a respectful, loving man. Mm-hmm. And he portrays such a, like, a gentle soul in the, in the, the movie. And, you know, when you look at it, you're like, oh, my gosh, this, like, handsome, big man and, you know, (laughs) and all that. But it's amazing how, again, like, the external versus the internal, like, there's so much more to people than Mm -hmm. what you can see right out of the gates. So um, I'm excited for people to see his performance. I think he's, he's so awesome in this movie. Yeah, yeah, you both are. So it's, it's a great movie. You guys need to check it out June 13th. Quickly before we go, do you have any other projects that are coming up with the Hallmark Channel? Um, I do. I have another movie, I believe, coming out at the end of the summer, but I'm not really sure. We're not. So I'm not going to deliver any news right now in regards to that. But as everyone knows, um, anytime I get any news about anything, I always share on my Instagram and Twitter and honestly, sometimes I find out from some of my, the Hallmark fans, like they'll message me and they'll be like, Hey, congratulations <laughs> on your movie. It's coming out like June 13th. And I'm like, Oh, awesome. Like, Yay. <laughs> it would be coming out, but I didn't know the date or whatever, you know? So sometimes they're, they're just like so excited about what's yes. you that they just look into it even more than you do. And and, you know, obviously I'm not like searching myself on the internet every day. So it's nice to know that they are my support system as well. You know, and, and I, I told a few people, I'm like, I'm like, do you want to be my, my publicist? Cause like, I <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you got it all down. <laughs> yeah, definitely stay tuned. There's a few um, projects that um, I've completed and will be coming out 
at some point, hopefully soon, um, but grateful to have completed some projects before all of this happened because, yes. you know, clearly a lot of things have slowed down, but I'm excited to get back to work and for Hallmark to get back out there um, with, you know, all safety measures, of course. And, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's an exciting time for everyone to connect with each other, to connect over, you know, games, music, TV right. shows, movies, and, uh, and don't forget to, to do that with each other. And I think that Love in the Forecast will be the perfect movie um, for people to kind of come together dogs, children, parents, uncles, whatever. <laughs> yes, no, it's definitely a great movie to check out. Uh, you guys be sure it's June 13th, it's premiering. I'm excited for it. And Cindy, where can they find you on social media so they can keep up with your new projects that are gonna be happening later down the road? Yeah, um, so I'm on Instagram and Twitter, uh, same handle, it's at Cindy underscore Busby. Um, and on Instagram and Twitter, I got the little blue check mark. So if you want to make sure that you got the right one. And um, I also have a Facebook fan page and I also have a website, www.cindybusby.com. Um, and yeah, that's, that's about it. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, so many people know how to find people on social media. Right. I'm probably like the, the <laughs> old person who's like, I don't know how this works. Like people are on TikTok now and I'm like, I can't, oh, I can't keep gosh. up with everything people. <laughs> Neither can I. Those TikTok dances, my gosh, they, I, all, I attempted one. I couldn't post it because it'd just be too embarrassing for myself, but. Yeah, maybe I'll bring back the back, <laughs> back dance. Maybe I'll do that. There you go. Up my alley. <laughs> we can try to figure that out. Okay, but make sure you guys are following Sydney. And then you could find me on Instagram at Chelsea Overrocker and on Twitter at Chelsea Overrocker. Thank you, Cindy, so much for joining thank me today. So much, yes, can't wait to check out the movie. Yes, Bye. thank you so much. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.